Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trident Wargaming. Uh, I'm your host, Bill, and I'm joined with two guests today. I've got my co-host, Andy. Hey, hey. And we've got our special guest, Alex. Hello. And we're talking all about Iron Within. It was our uh, most recent uh, event here that just happened this past weekend. It was uh, done over two days. Uh, It was a 40k singles day on uh, day one, and then day two was a 40k doubles event with a horse heresy uh, 16 man singles event and yeah we're just going to do a little recap talk about it uh, you know things we learned what we enjoyed all that fun stuff so overall um, it was nice because we had pretty much perfect numbers the whole time uh, we did have like the odd drop here and there but they we had people in place or even spectators in place that had armies ready to go to act as ringers, which is really nice. That's always a uh, a bonus. Um, I don't like buys. I think uh, people, you know, spend a lot of good money to go to these events, and a buy just for me just doesn't do it. It's uh, just not the way I, I, I like to have people make use of their time or money. So, how many people were at the forty k singles? Uh, 32. That's a good good number. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Pretty solid. So. And the doubles? Doubles, we also had 32. Yeah, this was nice. And then the, the 30k. How many for the 30k? 30k, we had 16 registered and paid, and uh, only 14 were able to make it. So. There's awesome. a couple people got sick, which happens. Um, obviously we do appreciate, you know, them not coming cause don't want anyone else to get sick. It's, uh, not the way we want to, uh, you know, um, leave the weekend, uh, telling tales of glory and, uh, getting hit with not so magnificent boobos from, uh, Papa Nurgle. So yeah, we don't, we don't want that. No so kidding. No kidding. <laughs> you, never, you never believe it, honey. I picked up first place and COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, overall, yeah, it was really good. Uh, we did it at the Fraternal Order of the Eagles, which is a local um, club here in St. Albert. Uh, the boys have been playing there every Thursday. They play 40K. Uh, we've been playing 30K there. Pretty much play whatever they want in there. Um, but, yeah, every Thursday for the last, it's been almost 10 years for me, um, which has been really good. Uh, they have a open, like a full bar, like open with staff available. Uh, they've got the big uh, full-service kitchen, so they're bringing out all the you know dry pork ribs, and they did burgers and fries for five bucks on day one lunch, and then we had uh, chili and garlic bread for five bucks on day two, and then they have all sorts of other pub food basically. Um, but it was nice; it, it was really cool uh, be able to check it out, and the venue is top-notch. I had no no complaints about that whatsoever. Five buck lunch is yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's awesome is. for an it event is. like that. Yeah, and uh, it was great. 
being at the event, even though, you know, I didn't actually get to play uh, in it at all, but uh, being there on the sideline, just checking things out, getting tons of pictures, doing a little bit of media stuff for, for Trident, and um, just seeing all the players come out and enjoying themselves, and everybody was in good time, there was no issues, you know, um, it was great to see that, because honestly, I haven't been to a large event like that in a long time, so... It's good to see it. Some familiar faces and not so familiar faces, especially on the 40k side. Uh, like I was telling a couple of the guys, it's like probably 95% of these guys I don't even recognize, right? So there's that many more players in the community that you can reach out to and, and uh, you know, get games with and stuff too, right? So yeah, it, really good. Really good times. I'm pretty sure people are pretty happy with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you did you did put in a, a shit ton load of work into the terrain uh, to make to make it you know spectacular for the players to come play on. So you know, props, props, Bill, props. I know I know we've kind of talked on it last couple episodes, but uh, how many tubs of terrain did you get done mm-hmm. in the last two months, Bill? I got a total of sixteen done. When we started, we had five totes that were painted but not properly set up for 40k uh, which was what we were going to be mainly using it for so yeah 16 in total like with all the extra additions and everything um it was it was a massive hobby push i know we, yeah we have been talking about it a few times on the uh podcast in the hobby time um there, there wasn't much hobby time uh in between podcasts for me oh. it was like you know just Rocking out on this event, trying to make sure it's going to go off without a hitch. Uh, but yeah, it, it was nice. To, it was like actually kind of surreal to see everything's on the tabletops the night before. Uh, if you've been keeping up on our socials, Andy did the big flyby with all the tables and you were checking out the venue and it was crazy. Like I was looking, I'm like, man, like this is, this is all my stuff that I can throw down at any time. All I need is a venue essentially to go to. Uh, it's really cool. It's nice to have that kind of a collection to share with the community and then watching all the players, you know, engaging on it and enjoying the tables, uh, like tons and tons of comments about just the quality of the terrain, which, uh, was really good to hear. It made all the work feel like it was worth it. So mm-hmm. well, I'm pretty sure all the players appreciate it. Cause, and you know, honestly, the, they actually spoke out about it, right? Yeah. So they, you've probably heard it a lot of times that, you know, everything looks great. They appreciate, you know, having this all done up. The terrain looks, you know, great and uh, just very positive, very happy. Yeah. You know, like, like I said, walking around, you know, a lot of the guys are familiar with, with yourself, right? But they may not know me and just kind of on the sideline, seeing them come and talk to you and, and, and to the other guys and then just appreciating that you put the event up right so yeah it's good it was good yeah um th- there were a couple people asking questions uh because in, in the pictures you'll notice there's these little qr codes on all the terrain and mm-hmm. uh that was a really killer idea that was done on a previous event it was hometown and they actually put these qr codes on all the event pieces which gave you what all the terrain traits were essentially like all oh, these have all the traits that a crate would have or this is ruins or forest and it 
killed off any weird ambiguous oh i'm not sure what this is or what it's supposed to be i'm just going to assume uh and then you know something happens and both players are like wow we got to kind of talk about it and figure it out and then call for a to having those qr codes it was awesome there there was no no questions about terrain whatsoever about what it represented what did it count as everything had a qr code you scan it gave you all the keywords and you're like oh perfect it, it it was awesome to to watch that in action um so yeah just for the people who were curious and asking that that's that's what it was for uh big props out to scott for getting all set up and printed i know he uh he was building the totes like putting all the terrain in the totes what were going to be usable for tables and keeping like a mental track of how many qr codes he needed for certain pieces and I was like, really? He's like, yeah, man. I'm like, all 16 in a row? He's like, yeah. I was like, Jesus, man. Like, he's just tallying the whole time. And he writes down these numbers. I was like, what is that? He's like, oh, those are how many QR codes of what type I need. I was like, Jesus, man. Like, there's no way. I was four totes in, and I couldn't remember what I was painting and what I was pulling from what tote. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, the totes are bleeding in together and I'm starting to lose track of terrain. And, oh, man, it was just, it was wild just watching him work, so. Bill had definitely had a couple drinks that day. So, oh yeah, especially on the first day. First yes. day he had a couple drinks. Yeah, it was also kind of handy for thirty k because when we went to play, we we're like, oh, QR codes. I understand that you know there's not really clear thirty k terrain rules or great thirty k terrain rules at this point, but um, at least it was like scan ruins, scan open terrain, you know, dense terrain, stuff like that. And then on the table, we just said, okay, how about this, 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 and we agreed to it pretty quick. But it was good to kind of even just have a reference point. Like yeah. This is what T.O. thought this should be ruins. That's what it is. It's ruins. Yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. awesome. Good that it, uh, good that it worked across the board, right? So. What were some um, highlights from, uh, day one, 40K? Cause I, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't get to attend. Well, you did not. That is true. Let me pull it up here. Uh, some children's birthday parties. So there, there <laughs> were actually some pretty good, uh, pretty good games there. Um, there was a few guys that were playing out of Sega local because so with the event you can sign up on BCP. We're doing an ITC uh, event. It counts as a RTT tourney, and essentially yeah, you generate points. So you get to pick your club names. A few guys were playing out of the Sega club, which are the boys who were playing there every Thursdays. You know, so they're trying to rep some home turf. And uh, Scotty B actually ended up winning the event for day one. Which was awesome because he he's been uh, kicking some ass throughout like the 40k league uh, all season, and he's playing Admech, and he's uh, you know been enjoying it quite a bit. And I think at the main event, I think he ended up bringing, I want to say his Blood Angels. Uh, yeah. Let me peek. Yeah, he did have his Blood Angels, so he he did well. Um, second place, we had uh, some orcs. And then the third place, another one of the Sega boys was uh, Ryan McLeod, who was just rocking out his Chaos Knights. So it, it was cool to see as many orc teams as I did. I think there was four in the whole event. And, uh, you know, we painted a ton of terrain and Deskull uh, clan colors. And I think two of the orc players were Deskulls. And I was like, well, you guys will appreciate Actually, some of the is- terrain. Yeah, I think it was three, to be uh, Well, day, day two, I know Tom's yeah, uh, orcs yeah. were also Death Skulls. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, you guys will uh, appreciate this, I'm sure. 
that one orc battle though that i think it was like the first round was like orc, on orc, 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 orc yeah and i couldn't i could not tell who was who on the board. just a brawl just a and they're brawl. Well, even their even their colors were like the colors were the same but uh you know they they kind of were a, a reverse right yeah and then just watching it on the board it's like oh my god i want to call wall right now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. Um, there, yeah, there were some uh, pretty good battles. I know a lot of people were getting beat up by Silent Kings on a few different tables, and I think even one of the games there was Silent King versus Silent King uh, game yeah. as well. And I was like, oh shit, there's it's popping off over here. So is that Silent King, Catan? Um, was it Void Dragon? Void Dragon yeah. um, combo, the three of them. Yeah, just this big brawl. Yeah, I was like, wow, man, it's just. Yeah, the, I know the one guy did have the Void Dragon. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, there's, there's all three of them on one table. Oh, were there? Oh, okay, yeah, the Katan, that's the crazy. the Void Dragon, and the Silent King. It's like what? That's like sixteen hundred points for Ooh. the three of them. That's wild. That is wild, man. Um, it's kind of nice. You're just playing like three models and. Um, Maybe like twenty warriors. <laughs> Ten, you're done. That does help. That always makes it a little bit easier at an event. Hmm. So there were a couple chess clocks floating around. Nothing crazy. Um, overall, like the games are really, really good though. I, I, I heard a lot of laughs, a lot of uh, kind of cheering, you know, hooting and hollering on uh, day one and day two. But yeah, day one it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty darn good. Um, we had uh, Jordan, who ended up getting Best Sportsman, and then uh, Jonathan for base, Best Painted. Uh, his uh, Space Wolves were looking pretty legit. He's running Primaris Force. And uh, yeah. they, they were really nice, honestly. They were like the sleeper force. You looked at them. Because when I first peeked, I was like, oh, yeah. And then you guys were like, oh, did you see the Space Wolves? And I was like, I did. And they're like, did you look at them? And I was like, well, I looked. And I went back and looked, you know, again, harder. And I'm like, oh, wow, like, the longer you look, the more you're starting to notice all these extra little details. And I was like, oh, wow, like, he actually went to town on these. Like, there's converting, and there was nice highlighting. There was just a lot of clean work, and uh, yeah. it was really cool to see. So, yeah. No, there was, there was actually quite a few armies out there that uh, that really caught your eye. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah, guys were guys were bringing it, for sure. And uh, the doubles was no exception. Um, doubles were were really nice too. Uh, there were some beautifully done armies. I know the painting thing was actually kind of hard for us to pick and choose. We uh, we had a couple independent judges that went through, and then we all kind of took our top three, based our shared our numbers, and then took the average. And um, first and second for the painting, I think it was uh, zero point seven away like of a difference after we did all the math and divided by three but like just so close right um that was actually kind of nice uh it was uh always good to see like it's just when the guys are coming out and they're really bringing it and they're trying just to trying to you know not only play hard but paint hard and you get to see all aspects of the hobby in one place it's it's really good um, the team was totally the good guys, which I believe was, uh, what was their name? It was JR and I can't remember his partner's name. I can't remember. I'm just looking down my list here. So many names. Uh, Christopher, 
Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, those guys ended up taking, yeah, first place, which was nice. Uh, they had a blast, which was really good. And then uh, Tom Carter and Steve Lynn were the best painted uh, for the doubles event, which was awesome. That was a tough one. It was. It was uh, mm -hmm. uh, between the Custodes uh, Knight list and the uh, and the Elder Tom's uh, Orcs and Elder. Um, yeah. Like it was just like it was just solid, high quality painting against like perfect theme execution. It was, it was excellent to see both of them side by side. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty legit. And then so uh, about the thirty uh, k event. Thirty k was pretty there? legit. Was pretty <laughs> legit. Um, we did a little bit of a different scoring. We had an award for best loyalist, best trader, and uh, before the event started, we ended up uh, kind of having a little. Uh, you know, little debrief about how we're going to actually be scoring at this this round. And it wasn't just based off of wins. Uh, we wanted to have this represent, um, like, best loyalist of the community and best trader of the community that, you know, these guys are engaged. They are um, taking time to mentor the like, less experienced players. They're having a lot of fun. They're walking through a lot of the interactions in the game. Um there was a lot of just a lot of solid gentlemanly games that were going down um, yesterday, yeah. which was really really nice to see. Uh, that was based on like painting progression, how people have been kind of like pushing through and progressing uh, throughout the slow grow. There was just a ton of different stuff um, that kind of comboed it all together, and uh, I, I think some people are actually pretty happy with the way that did go down. Um, after explaining, the one guy's like, well, I'm, I'm really glad like his thought just wins. He's like, I know I'm going to lose a lot of games. It just makes me feel like less pressure to perform well in the game. And like, there's some guys who had two, two heresy games under their belt before they actually came to this event. So, you know, I, I could imagine they're feeling a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit overwhelmed or just, you know, intimidated about the event itself. And after that, it seemed to kind of break the ice a little bit and, Popping some beers, you know, in the uh, duration, like, for the day, obviously doesn't hurt. Um, we ended up using... Oh. oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, uh, you know, for the, all the new players out there who are ever thinking of going to an event, you know, um, it's usually one of the best things to do to get those games underneath your belt consistently and get that experience, right? And especially in, in the one case we had... Um, there was an ultramarine player versus another ultramarine player, and uh, they're one of them was per, pretty new, so um, they got to learn a lot about their own army just by playing the other opponent who was a little bit more experienced, yeah. right? And and that's the one big takeaway from from these kind of events like that, especially if you're uh, you know hosting these events and this is the kind of stuff you're doing trying to uh, you know grow the community and progress and into a tournament scene. Uh, to start things off, kick things off, like that's the best kind of attitude to have towards it, and, and to get players in, to even to explain to them, hey, you know what, this would be a great way for you to learn the game, you know. Yeah. So, so it was good to see, and it was really, really good to see. There's a couple of key moments that I was walking through, passing by, and you know, hearing the conversations through the game, and guys were actually coaching each other, you know. And, and like, I remember the one time or, um, or one friend, Ted, he, uh, he was telling his opponent, you know what, 
don't do that. Don't do that reaction because my rules pretty much negate your shrouded, right? So don't, you know, like, don't do it. Like, giving them friendly advice, right? And, um, yeah, they went and played and, and it, you know, it was great. They learned things and it was a good time. So props to the players. I found that there's a lot of that. Um, there's a lot of back and forth. Like, here's my, here, do you know what this faction is? Do you know what the, the special reaction is going to be or the faction-specific reaction is going to be? Um, okay, here's how this works. Here's how I typically use it. Um, you know, this is what this unit does. This is kind of the gimmick. And a, a lot of, like, prefacing lists and turns to help each other kind of understand the game. It was it was a really interesting tournament experience because it definitely didn't feel tournamenty. It felt like 16 people getting together to figure things out together <laughs> as a group. Yeah. Um there That's wasn't great. like there was zero pressure um for each game like on a win-loss ratio. The missions were kind of pretty swingy. So there yeah. wasn't like a <clears throat> it wasn't like a straight like this is my win condition for this mission. It was just like I'm just going to do I'm going to do this, I'm going to roll dice, I'm going to see how many times like for me i was playing i was playing lucius the eternal i was like how many times can i get lucius into combat and how many times can he kill hq units or special characters uh the answer to that question is none (laughs) (laughs) he actually gets power fisted and shot off the board pretty consistently (laughs) i don't doubt i don't doubt maybe next time he gets a ride but yeah no it was it was really uh it was like I'm just gonna each game. I was like, you know, I played I played a, a wicked iron arm or iron warrior's army first with some real heavy duty shooting, and I went into it. I was like, you know, my goal is here to get Lucius into combat. So I got into combat. I actually, you know, I first swung the game, but uh, it was good. It was good to see, like, you know, you hear all this, like, oh no, like iron warriors are broken, or iron hand dreadnoughts are broken, or this doesn't work, or you know, we need to nerf this. And I, I basically experienced most of the oh no, oh shit units in the game uh, in three games of 1500 points, probably because it was Bill, Bill was picking my missions and my opponents. But uh, yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was good to see it all. It totally was. And it was, uh, it was, it didn't feel unfair. It didn't feel like all that doom and gloom you hear on the internet constant, like, oh fuck, the moment you hit Iron Havoc, it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah, they're tough, but uh, there's ways around it now. So it just kind of like, uh, it felt felt good. It felt good to kind of get, get some of those reps in and, and understand all the different varied units and you know i got to see recon marines i got to see cataphracty i got to see tartaros i got to see iron havocs i got to see an armored core list like yeah i got to see kind of everything so it was, it was exciting uh lots of experience it was a really good experience well that's great no that's that's awesome to hear um that's that's been the whole goal essentially uh for the events and even just like the local league and group is we're trying to home grow players, um, like a, a new wave of players, essentially, to try and help, you know, bump the system up. And when I'm hearing the same positive experiences from veteran and new players alike, to me, it, it lets, lets me know that we're kind of on the right path and everything's going down. And, like, you know, the whole group, there's a mix. There's a mix of guys who like to play um, a little harder. There's guys who really like to lean, you know, uh, thematic lists. But they both have this harmony where all the players throughout that spectrum of, we'll say, narrative and competitive, because those are the most common labels thrown out, uh, both groups are happy. Everyone's having a blast. They're having fun. They're playing through games. And yet we're not having issues between the play styles, right? Like everything kind of went well, and it has been going well. 
Um, in terms of the missions for the event, they were the uh, Forge World, um, Warhammer World uh, event pack that dropped. So we ended up playing missions 1, 3, and 5. I kind of just rolled it out randomly. Printed those forms, boom, done. Um, some of them do have progressive scoring, so we had score sheets as well uh, to hand out to players and to keep track of. We were also doing sportsmanship uh, scores on those as well. Uh, but it was really cool to see. Some of the missions were a little swingy. Uh, so, well, there was one in particular. I know mission three is basically every time you touch the objective, it starts to... Or was that the last one? It teleports? Scatter. Yeah, that's the yeah, last one. Scatter yeah, it's 2d6. 2d6, right? And whoever has the battlefield supremacy or essentially priority for that round, they get to place it wherever they want. So most people are placing it towards their line, and then it just starts to scatter everywhere, and if it got caught in your back line and that objective was just there, it was very hard to catch up to win uh, the game or to even really uh, have the chance to score. So we, le we learned a lot of things from these missions. Um, yeah. It was a lot of fun to ch see how they worked. We were also playing 1,500 points, like Alex mentioned. Uh, these were on 4x4 four four, uh, maps just because we want to try and encourage uh, more gameplay, faster gameplay, just for guys to get those reps in, get those rounds in. And that's kind of what we've been playing on for a slow grower league. So we wanted to keep it kind of consistent. Um, but o overall, like the missions were, were fun, although again, swingy, um, but, but it was just good um, data to have on. This was like the feedback results, on feedback from missions. You know, I've got another few missions that can get pulled out so we can check them out and play. And then obviously, uh, throughout the whole time of slow grow we're playing the book missions and essentially it's hey it's our second meetup we're playing you know mission two deployment two and the goal is to work through all six missions twice between 750 and 3k so now you have a full spectrum of experience with the deployment zones the missions uh we probably all agree that you know ambush sucks and we never want to play it again and basically you know uh continue playing games and then uh, build up to a campaign later but uh, yeah the event was really fun um, there wasn't crazy blowout games until that last until that last mission a lot of them were very close actually usually within I want to say three points um, some were just within one point of each other and yep. uh, averaging around like the five to seven mark which is kind of cool but it's good now to know and see that you know changing those missions or even just having the regular missions and or making our own missions yeah. um the next time around to to play test them and check them out and what and whatnot right so yeah and i think i think the mission conversation has been ongoing here in the community for the last few weeks yeah. and it was interesting to see like we had you know the mission one was progressive scoring and the universally accepted and applauded like across the board every single player yeah. was like yeah we like this we like progressive scoring we think this was great i know if i was playing a book mission on mission one there's no way i would have been able to carry it i would have got shot off the board um, progressive scoring gave me a potential path to victory that would not have been available on a, on a traditional method uh, mission and it changed the dynamic of the game so it's interesting it's like you know i know we've been talking about this for the last few weeks and it's like what are we going to do with the book missions what are we going to do with you know in-house missions or event missions and 
this kind of was like comprehensive concrete solution to a problem I think we're all dealing with. It was, it was actually pretty good to see it in practice. Yeah, it was for sure. Um, to like echo some of those points you made, there were players telling me like, oh, I want to go and engage. I want to like crush that guy. I want to get in there, but I just I can't. I got to hang back at a score. Score um, point. Because I'm, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to lose. And I was like, this sounds like it's a tactical decision now. You're actually making choices to score, so you're not going to just lose by trying to go after the big win by killing him off the board. And to me, that was like, perfect. This sounds great, right? Like, it's just, I, I, I did like so. hearing that. And I think some guys had realized, too, that, oh, uh, I don't have enough scoring units. Or yeah. my scoring units can get taken off the board really quickly, you know, like a Predator just popped right yeah that kind of thing depending on the list that you're taking this and that or oh maybe i should have taken that vexilla right yeah so well vexilla always if you're not taking one well you start cut you start cutting points and then all of a sudden that's what you drop right but yeah it's it was good to hear that stuff like you know alex and yourself are saying and uh you continuously heard it throughout the day right you guys are recounting their tales of glory or dismay and and uh you know explain kind of how the things are working or how their how their games went or you know i wasn't able to score any points or whatever because of this or that and you know uh oh those that unit just dominated and that unit's a scary unit kind of thing you know or you had the you had the mirror match you know of the two the same legions especially those overwhelming ultramarines <laughs> this round yeah <laughs> there, there was four Ultramarine players present at that event, yeah. and it was pretty wild. But it was pretty cool because, especially um, the third round, that's when you got to see some good, really good matches. Yeah, um, and you may even, even recognize it, you know, on the uh, on the pictures that have been taken throughout, you know, the few days posted there. But uh, you can see some of the Legion grudge matches happening. You know, you had uh, um, your word bearers and some ultramarines, two beautifully painted armies going at it. You know, that kind of thing. Um, you had uh, Iron Warriors and, and another... Um, was it Imperial Fist? Ultramarines. It was Ultramarines, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it also is a player who does play Imperial Fists, so... Yeah. <laughs> You kind of had a little grudge match there too, but uh, it was good. It was good to see. It was, you know, some tough um, for this point limit. Some tough uh, lists in a sense. Guys were had made their, you know, put some thought into their their armies and how they play and yeah. how they like to see them act out in the in the battle. So it was yeah. good. We had uh, Dark Angels and Night Lords battle go down. Mm. We had some uh, Alpha Legion Emperor's Children go down, and I know they hadn't, like, you and yourself and uh, Isaac there, you guys haven't played each other before, so it was kind of neat. You guys both got to see what the Legions could do and kind of break down on that. That was bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting bullied. That's that's what I remember hearing. I just remember hearing, man, he threw me in a corner, and he just beat me. I was like, what? Just wow! Show me on the doll where the Alpha Legion player uh, precision struck you. <laughs> Pretty much. 
So, uh, it's just, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. I know we had Iron Hands versus Dark Angels. Those were Luther's Dark Angels, which is uh, pretty good. There was just a lot of battles um, that went down, and I just I enjoyed watching the results. Um, it just, it was great to see these games in action, see the armies getting all painted up. It's just, yeah, it's it's definitely a rewarding feeling running the event. I think that's the biggest thing is just watching everybody in in motion and then being able to, you know, experience the the joy everyone's having with them, right? Because that's half the battle is watching people have fun uh, while they're playing. So it's just but you, you know, it's you know, it's a great event, uh, you know, right at the end of the day when like all the players started helping out for yeah. for, for cleanup, right? Everybody that was left there were were helping, you know, pack up tables and 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 whatnot, and help us with packing stuff up, and yeah. and it was great. Everybody was pretty good. Everybody was quite happy. Yeah. Um, and it just seems like it's for the first large one that this year for us. Yeah. Pretty good. You know, lots of work put into it, a lot of thought put into it, um, which is great because sometimes you do run into um, events that you know we're not quite satisfied or they're a little lacking with certain things it happens yeah. but um yeah I, I think a lot of people felt that i know my, i know i did myself just by being in the background and also you know seeing what was done being part of it and helping with painting and and set up and break down and all that stuff like usual right you know um just stuff like that and just seeing the reactions of players it's it was quite a different experience for an event um and a very positive experience uh, not only for for us but also for the players so yeah so that was a uh, that's 16 tubs yeah is that what you put together so now we're going to need another 16 to take it to a GT level? Is that the idea? <laughs> That's the long-term goal. It's, uh, you know, going to be a constant chase, I think. I, I do have five more tables worth of terrain in totes still um, to be, you know, finished off and built and ready. And now I'll just start trying to collect and amass a little bit more and get things bumped up. Like, even if we can kind of bump it up to a... Um, the next level I got 48. I know 64 is the optimum number, but even 48 man where you can have even multiple systems running 32 singles and a heresy event beside it or both action or any of the other games we could try and, um, you know, host and, uh, have it, it's, it's all positive stuff. So just baby steps takes a little bit of time to get things, um, done. But once we're rolling along, um, also with the group that I had helping me it was it it was it was a lot of work but it was nice um cuz I know I wouldn't I wouldn't have made it if uh everybody didn't help so it uh it was awesome so right up yeah, yeah. and um so this this time again possibly next year yeah for, for iron, iron within or yeah i'd I'd like to do that um I would probably consider doing something in april April may to be honest uh maybe try and that's do good. two that's, a year 
that's got to be Iron Without. Oh, Iron yeah. Within during the during the uh, the summer, and then Iron Without in the fall or winter or oh, spring. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that'd be killer. Yeah. And keep the theme going. Keep it themed. Yeah, I like that. That's a great idea. So might have to might have to definitely follow through on that. <laughs> Yeah. I, I like to say I took credit for it, but your 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 flag behind you says Iron Without. <laughs> indeed, indeed, yeah. indeed. One one note too, which is great to see. Um, you know, on on the heresy side, things, um, really, you know, all those Warrior Lodge jerseys. Oh yeah, flooding the field was uh was pretty cool to see. That right. was, Even, and it. And and that this is the spirit of it is there's a lot of, you know there's a few, of the newer members of the Warriors Lodge rocking out some jerseys, yeah, right. So you can tell they're like they're all in now, right? Like they just they're having a good time, they love it, they're supporting stuff like that, you know, um, and it just makes for a lot better community, you know, within the lodge and stuff. So um, props to them too. It's yeah. all coming together. So, come through the door with their coin. We're all good. So it's all about <laughs> yeah. Might have to do some and, lodge coins in the future. And speaking of coins and stuff, um, there was some swag and some stuff that was given away to players and whatnot. That is true. That is true. Um, there's some pretty decent prizing uh, all around uh, for the heresy guys. I ended up actually getting. And I'll throw a link in the description to the store. I ended up throwing in reaction tokens that I had made um, through a MDF acrylic like cutting guy. And uh, Scott is his name, and he did really good work. Um, the The tokens worked awesome. Like I saw people actually busting them out, using them in the games. They're nice game aids, right? You can have all uh, different reactions. Everything's got two. There's the combat air patrol, falling back, pinned. It's just all these little extra things, especially as uh, we're learning all the rules and cranking through. It just helps. It's nice to be able to put that token down and be like, oh, yeah, I did react with that guy. Cool, right? Because everything, as it's layering upon each other, can slowly kind of feel a little overwhelming. And then once you're starting to get all these bonuses of can make additional reactions in the shooting phase and everything. Now you got to kind of keep track a little bit and it seems to help quite a bit. Yeah. I saw it like for newer players using it. Uh, honestly, it was, uh, it was good. It's good to see. It just gives you that, that kind of like visual confirmation of what's going on. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I, to be honest, I didn't use them a whole lot, but I also found that I was just using the same two reactions for everything because yeah. I'm a simple minded player <laughs> it's like oh it's too complicated i'm just gonna use shroud and and run towards you that's advance and shroud those are my only two actions no yep. did you but yeah that's good did you get to uh use your advanced reaction and counter charge uh, it, anybody it failed in all three of my games damn <laughs> that's like that's uh i would say in eight games it's worked once so far I guess bullshit. I gotta, I gotta pass a leadership test. Rough. Then I gotta, then I gotta roll higher than the charge roll that charged me to be yeah. able to take out. Oh, you got, you got two rolls. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. With the my thousand sons, actually, it was last Thursday was the first time I get to actually use my my reaction because I remembered it. And then when I actually went into, it, I was like, oh, I gotta do a psych check with this. So, 
it's uh, there's some that you have to roll and others that just kind of fits within this or after this so yeah i think i think if i had to if i had to change it i would uh i would give them just the opportunity to make the charge you just make the charge there's like an eight inch charge or something yeah. so if they charge within eight inches you just make the eight inch charge automatically having to roll over someone's charge plus a leadership test is like a it's like a what, 70 percent odds plus a, another 40 percent odds so like it's just together it's like a 30 percent odd to go off at any given point it's pretty pretty low and then you look at stuff like the go play uh, world leaders yeah, exactly. Or, or, or like, uh, even like playing Isaac Alpha Legion, he's like, okay, I just choose to move here, and then I scatter D six. Um, like, it's there's no real risk to it. Worst case is he scatters close to a building. That's like mm. the most risk, and it doesn't do anything. Um, same thing with the Raven Guard; they just uh, fade off, and they get their shrug. Like, it's just something that should happen automatically. Like, a uh, an advanced reaction should be a tactical move that you make, not uh, a chance to make a chance to make a tactical move. Yeah. That's my one rat for the Fair day. Enough. Yeah. I, I do remember in our, our, one of our earlier games there where I got a charge off and it was like a 10 inch charge. And then we were reading, you're like, so I need an 11. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Cause I was feeling pretty good about it after. Um, but yeah, I can definitely see the, uh, the point of it being a little bit of a steep price to uh, actually pull off. Yep. So overall, no overall. Oh, go, go, go. <laughs> we were just saying we just went mm. said both said overall. So yeah. go ahead, Bill. I'd say overall, like the the event was very successful. Um, you know, big shout to everyone who came out. Uh, if you're listening in and you're in the area, definitely you know hit us up on Facebook. Check out our socials. Um, give us a peek at the um, Warrior Lodge. You know, join in on the fun. Essentially, it's uh, it's definitely the place to be. Get your reps in, join the league, uh, get that fully painted up to three K. That's really the main goal. Um, I, I do have to mention. Yeah, I think one of the biggest hits for the tournament. There was a lot of players asking about the Trident Wargaming objective markers. Yeah, actually there was. There was a ton. And uh, that was awesome to hear. We had no stock on them, I'm afraid. We only had the two sets that we got kind of as uh, an initial try, right, to see how they worked. And uh, they're very sexy on the tabletop. If you look at the pictures, you'll see them from a mile away. Obviously <laughs> got that hazard stripe feel, which is all bald iron warriors, which... Obviously, was inspired, kind of um, helped inspire Trident. So, it, it's it's nice. We're definitely going to be getting stock on those in the future uh, to be able to sell because everybody was digging them for sure. And they made their way around tables, right? Sometimes they're at top tables, floating through. There was a, I think they went on. I was going to say eight or nine different tables throughout both days, and yeah. everybody kind of got a peek at them. And there was more than a handful of guys asking. So. That was pretty sweet. Um, in other heresy news, I'm kind of going to be putting my word bears on ice for now. I think I've got a little so bit much. of the, <laughs> I got a little bit of the FOMO man with all the new stuff. Like most of my uh, word bears, everything was built. Everything was kind of ready to go. Just get painted. 
Um, everything's also Mark IV, V mixed. Kind of have that ragtag heresy pattern. Um, very sinister, chaosy conversions and stuff. But I just ah, I feel like I'm missing out because I'm not building all the new, all the new, the new miniatures, shit, right? The new niceness. Yep. Uh, just the Marines, the vehicles. They see all these armies growing and post online. I'm like, oh man, I want to, I want to do that, you know. Um, so we'll see. So what uh, is it? Well, it's not ultramarines. I'll tell you that because there's too many of those guys already. Um, I've been I've been looking I've been looking at a lot of legions and doing a lot of searches yeah. of you know um, the Mark Six armor in specific legions and stuff, and I'm just like, no, no, it it doesn't do it for me. You know, it does. It's like there's specific legions for me that I would use that armor four right but it's just yeah that beautiful beautiful new plastic the new plastic man but you know what we have seen some nice nice armies using it so what legion bill come on (laughs) i was wondering if you're gonna ask yeah just suspense um i'm actually looking at imperial fists and i know locally we do have a few we do have a few of them um i just it's weird i i look at them I don't want to run the rights. I could give a shit about the Phalanx Warders. I just I don't care about those guys at all. I kind of just want to run like a Pride of the Legion list with Terminators and Vets and just gun line it up. Just do my thing. I just, I don't know. I just want to kind of run something different. A little bit more of a Martian Slog Force um, with still having the power to, you know, have that gun line. It's... Very tempting to, oh, to run like that. So when you edit this video, yeah. just make sure when you say Imperial Fist, you put a sad face on the uh, Iron Warrior symbol flag. Shh, there you go. Shh, don't look. I'm going to have to buy look. you a new flag. <laughs> I don't have... Draped, I don't, as it gets pulled down and the Imperial Fist goes up. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't have enough room for another flag, man. There's too much artwork hanging in here. There's a ton of stuff. I, I don't even have my... Uh, what was it now? That fourth um, Siege of Terra poster uh, mat out yet because I just I don't have the wall space. Just mm. too much stuff. Too much it's, stuff. It's, it is funny you say Imperial Fist because like right off the bat there was a lot. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like Ultramarines. There's like right? don't get me wrong there are guys locally checking it out and playing them but there's a with the amount of players, and this is kind of something that Alex and I talked about before, with the amount of players out there now, there's going to be overlap. There's going to be, you know, two, three yeah. duplicate players. It At this point, it doesn't even really matter. Play what you want to play. Have fun with it. Um, enjoy the play style. Just, you know, just roll dice, really. Roll dice, so. That's it. Play what you want to play because, frankly, People in the community quit and come back all the time. Yeah. And if you if you play what the community you think the community needs, uh, yeah, you just won't enjoy it as much. That's true. That's play true. what you want to play, build what you want to build. It doesn't matter. List, type, theme, just do your thing. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely. that's that's one of my problems is I keep looking at it like that too. Just what what don't we have, right? So we have no thousand suns, so just keep doing what you're doing. Oh, we do. 
but we don't. Yeah, we do. Anyways, you. no, a thousand suns are still being played. They're I'm actually quite enjoying them, and I'm actually quite happy that I decide to not get rid of them. When I did boy. so. Um, space wizards for the win. Hallucinations for everybody. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, but no, um, definitely. Yeah, thanks for everyone for listening. Uh, definitely, don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, share, uh, depending on whichever format you're viewing and watching us on, uh, be it Podbean or YouTube or combination of both. Uh, it definitely helps us kind of push out and uh, reach more accounts and more people, and obviously like like-minded heresy and 40k players as we go. Um, this one's pretty much yeah short and sweet just to talk about the event, but it, it was really successful. I highly recommend checking out the links in our description for the socials, so you can actually go through and check it all out because there was lots of lots of pictures. Um, we actually shut down the venue with the ribs; they sold out of ribs and poutine, so we were pushing that pretty hard. And uh, that says a lot about us as a kid. <laughs> yeah, they smashed them, man. But like, for real, like they're very good. So they, it was uh, it was well worth. Um, well worth all the organization and cost and everything. Like it was just, I felt it was like a perfect, perfect spot for a perfect day or perfect weekend, essentially. So yeah, it was yeah, awesome. it went pretty smooth. Yeah. But yeah, thank you everyone for uh, listening to us, and we'll definitely uh, keep rocking out next time. See you, everybody. Peace. Trident Wargaming. Build it. Paint it. Play it.